welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the Oscars. <laughs> with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up? How's it going? Do you love being that person where people are texting you about the Oscars? Yeah, okay, it's crazy. I love it. It's crazy. I, really, I have like 50 text messages. My phone's on airplane mode. Oh, great. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I do love it. Um, yeah, that's what I have to say about it. But then tomorrow I won't love it anymore. Uh, but today, I love it. So if you got in, you're in. Yes. What's, how's your life been? Anything exciting happened this week? Um, I really can't think of anything. I don't even remember what I did. Oh, this week sucked. Oh, I saw Lauren Daigle. That's big That news. was really good. Rob, I don't think you listen to this. Rob, do you listen to this? I don't think so. <laughs> he came 45 minutes late. And so, I was literally, you know when you go to a concert in your general admission? Yeah. I was up against the gate. Like, I was up against the stage. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I will say this. The Novo Theater is Club Nokia. They just turned it into something else. They just called it something else. Interesting. So I had been there before. I didn't realize I had. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, they let it started raining and they let us in early. That's Wasn't nice. that nice? They're I thought that's nice. when I need I should have I should write a Yelp. Like they let us in early in the rain. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. Yeah. Um Anyway, she was amazing. Rob came late and then had to wiggle through the whole crowd to get up to me, which was so embarrassing. We got breakfast with my mom this morning. Yeah, thanks. You did not invite me. Annette, if you're ever... Did she come down here? No, we went to Sherman Oaks. I could have ridden with you. We went to Marmalade. I have a $50 gift card to Marmalade in my bag. And I almost offered that as the prize for our podcast. I mean, for our raffle. Mm -hmm. And I should have because I would have won it. Dang. But then I forgot about it till like halfway through and then I was like, eh, nobody said anything. Yeah. Next year we need to have a prize. I know. I'll make a basket or something. Oh, that would be genius. I won't be working there, but in <laughs> <laughs> my luck I will be. I shouldn't say <laughs> that. Um anything else happened this week? It was kinda nuts. Should we talk about Jesse Smollett? Maybe at the end. Okay. He can be our guru of the week. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's on, like, another level. Okay, let's get into it. The Academy Awards. Which are taking place literally five blocks away from where we're recording this. You this can is, hear the helicopters. Literally, we're in L.A. in a moment where the helicopters aren't a bad thing. Right. They're actually just news people circling the Oscars. Yeah. That's nuts. It's weird. And Patrick, I made that point to Patrick. He was like, we say that every year, and it's true. Mm-hmm. It's so close to home. First of all, we had an Oscar party. We had some people come over. To Adrian Patrick's apartment, we had pizza, we had Rice Krispie treats, we had a lot of chips. We had cheese board. We had a cheese board with grapes. We had dip. We had dip. We had crudite. Yes. <laughs> and uh, champagne. I didn't have that. I did, and Patrick did. You did? Yeah. Now nobody, I'm literally, mark my words, never buying it again. Champagne? Nobody drinks it. I just don't think... Alyssa and Chris drank it. Oh, that's true. But they weren't here. Yeah. But that was just unfortunate circumstances. Right. Um, Okay. (laughs) So maybe again. Did you get like a nice brand? Yes. The one that sponsors the Golden Globes. Get the cheaper brand. No, Get the Trader Joe's kind. It's from Trader Joe's. Or I bought it at Trader Joe's. Can you hear my stomach gurgling in the mic? Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Um, Okay. So that was fun. A... B, what did you think about... Here's the big question that like led up to the Oscars is there was no host because the Kevin Hart thing. What did you think about them not having a host? Genius to bring out Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph right at the get-go. Exactly. First of all, super well-liked, yeah. all three of them. Funny. They all... Even the worst... The last year they hosted the Golden Globes, which was what, last year? Two years ago? Yeah, a few years ago. They were not the best. Yeah. And even then, they were better than basically any of the other people that are hosting these award shows. Right. So they're super well-liked. Everybody in the room likes them. And they're, at least if it's not working, they know how to keep it moving to where it does kind of end up working in their favor. The only other person I could say that's like that is Kristen Wiig. Yeah. When she always does these little bits, when they don't work, she still somehow makes it, like, funny. Right. 
but they were great. They the jokes were really quick. They took like four minutes, which is basically all you need. Yeah. And the opening with the song was smart. Oh right, Queen. Yes, which was a great way. Obviously, that movie was so big, and a lot of people were watching for that movie. The only time it didn't work was at the end when Julia Roberts announced Best Picture and everybody was done. Yeah. She kind of was like, oh, I guess I'm saying goodnight to everybody. But they do that on other award shows anyway. That wasn't that weird to me. I don't think she was as natural as maybe somebody else could have been. Absolutely not. But she looked good. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I thought they handled it in the right way. Mm -hmm. And also, we've talked every single time we watch an award show. Past those first, like, five minutes, the host is literally pointless. Yeah, no point. Because they come out later to make a joke and, like, reintroduce more presenters. Mm -hmm. Ellen Kay, the announcer, Mm -hmm. can do that. Right. And on this, they barely even did that. They just, like, came out. Yeah, exactly. Um, But the flow was very good. It is a very long show. Three hours is a long time to be watching something. Exactly. But it did move. It's also different, like, we have people over, most people are watching with other people, you're chit-chatting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it makes time go by. Um, But I'm glad that they included all the categories. Yeah. Because the big thing was that they were going to cut them out. Yes. Which is silly. um, Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. Um... It's, you said that they should cut out. Yeah, I was gonna, that's what I was about to say. In my mind, if they're going to cut things for time, the thing they should cut is the in memoriam. Mm-hmm. They just need to have like a wall of pictures with people's faces and someone say the guy who like the Academy president when he comes out and does his little bit, which also should be cut yeah. from every award show ever. Yeah, they should just say we want to honor these amazing artists that we lost this past year. Mm-hmm. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Because no shade or disrespect to those people's careers, but eighty percent of those people we've never heard of. Yeah, and it does. It's a long moment. That's actually a good point. I think it would be nice to have a, like a mural wall of them. Exactly. Where somebody's talking about like the work that they've done. Exactly. Yada 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 for like a minute. Yeah, but when I said that in the room, no one agreed with me. Really. Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> so funny. I was like, uh, okay, maybe I'm alone on this ship. Um. Anyway. I thought they, it moved pretty nicely. And do you notice they got, usually at the Oscars, they always have some sort of weird, like, tributes and stuff. Yeah. They got rid of all that. Oh, yeah. Which was fine. It yeah. kept it moving. Like the 25th anniversary. Exactly. Or, like, Pink came out and sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yeah. It's like, I loved it, but was it necessary? No. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so let's get into the awards. The big winner of the night, Green Book. Yes. Did you think it was the best movie of the year? No. But I see why it won. I definitely see why it won. It was a safe choice. Exactly. And usually the best, like, we Even have said Even with this, its controversy. Exactly. Yeah. I am honestly a little surprised that it won just because the time Oscar voting was going on was, like, the height of the controversy around it. Yeah. So, in my mind, I thought that sort of, like, shot it in the foot. But when Mahershala won and then the screenplay won, I thought, okay, that has, like, a real chance now. But again, we also have to remember, not a lot of people know this, they have a very interesting way of tabulating how yes. Best Picture wins. Yes. So it's, it's like, weighted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So no, it, it didn't necessarily win or win because it got more votes. It could have gotten more second-place votes. Yeah, so they basically they, well, the way they vote is they rank every movie, yeah, first one through, through eight, eight. Or whatever. Or however many nominations yeah. there are. So the movie who is like third on mm. every single list could technically win. Exactly. Because it's not low. And that to me is where like A Star is Born is going to be held against it. Because people, there are some people that don't, really don't like that movie. Right. That would put it like in last place. And some people like Hollywood Reporter does every year where they release um, anonymous Academy voters ballots or how they're voting. And some people don't even, they will put two movies down and not put any else, you know, any of the other movies on their ballots. So there's a lot of like personal vendettas and tastes. It's obviously, it's, it's weird. There's like how many people in the Academy? 5,000 people. Right. And most of them are like a hundred. Exactly. The majority of them. It's, we say this every single year too. The movie that wins best picture is usually not the best movie of the year. No. By, I don't know anybody who was like the green, the green book. Green book was (laughs) the best movie I saw the whole year. Yeah. But it was a nice movie. It was very pleasant. Mm -hmm. And all the acting was fantastic. Absolutely. I was not surprised Mahershala won. No. He was always, like, in either first or second on every single thing that I saw. Yeah. And he won, basically, like, every award leading up to it. 
Right. And again, we always say, you always say yeah. that that is generally a, a good yeah. indication of what's to come. But yeah. clear, I mean, clearly tonight is... A lot of stuff was off, yeah. yeah. But he, a lot of people were thinking Richard E. Grant was going to win. Especially towards the end, which I was exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, again, I don't think that they built a campaign around him or that movie until way too late. Yeah. It, well, a lot of times at the beginning, people weren't even saying Melissa McCarthy was going to be nominated. Right. She was like the on the bubble person. Yeah. I was surprised that they didn't have, like, feature her more, but her bit was funny. Oh, when she did costume? Yeah, that was, was really funny. funny. Yeah, I like that. Um, and what's that guy's name? Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Yes. I think. He reminds, was he, like, in a movie 10 years ago? But it's possible. I just don't, I keep seeing him everywhere, but I'm not quite sure what, like, I know the stuff he's in now, but I feel like he was in something a long time ago that I remember him from. Yeah, and he's, it's also, he's done like five movies back to back. Literally. That's a very good, he's like having a Jessica Chastain moment. Yeah. Um, so Mahershala won, who else won supporting? Regina King won. Which people also were not expecting. Yes, a lot of people were predicting Amy. But Regina King did win a lot of the awards leading up to the end. But, again, I don't mean to. Yeah, and Amy won nothing. So why they were predicting her, it really doesn't make sense. I understand a lot of people look at the odds and you said like only one other person has not been nominated for two major awards like she wasn't. Yeah. And had gone on to win. So it's the chances are against people. Like I understand that. Yeah. But it's you really cannot predict these types of things. I worry for Regina King only in one regard because she has won a lot of awards in the last couple of years for seven pounds and um, what was the other thing she was on on ABC? American crime. Yeah, American crime. Yes. Yeah. And nothing, I guess this is the result of that. But yeah. like, it didn't really expand her brand or like put her in more things. No. So I worry that like, she's going to be like a lot of people who win that category and just sort of like, this is her peak. I Octavia hope, Spencer. Yes. And it was also interesting on the red carpet tonight, she said that she didn't want to play mothers anymore. Yeah. And she had told her agent she didn't want to play people's mothers anymore. And I wanted to be like, that's your age. Like, you're at that age now where you're playing people's mothers. Yeah. But it is crazy. I know we joke about it all the time. She was 10 years ago, like, in every sequel, like, the most basic Cinderella story. Like, Legally Blonde, all those. Like, it's crazy to see that, A, she still has a career Mm -hmm. this whole time. Mm -hmm. Most of those people from those movies don't have careers anymore. Absolutely true. Um, but I was thrilled for her. Nobody won that I was mad about. Like, Rami Malek, I was, wasn't was upset that he won. I didn't think he was the best, but he was ple- he was good in that movie. Yeah. And also, I wasn't surprised. Right, exactly, because he has truly been winning everything. Yeah. He was, I mean, I think he's a good actor. I think he's going to suffer the same thing that... Um, What's his name that won for Theory of Everything? Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne, where it's like, he's good, but he's just not somebody you meet on the street. Like, likable. No, I think he's likable. Rammy? Do you not think Eddie Redmayne's likable? Um, People really don't like him on the internet. I think there's something that's, like, insincere. Yeah. I could see that. hmm Yeah. I just think Eddie Redmayne's problem is, like, what movies can he really be in? Where he's like a star. Where he's like a normal... Because the thing is, he doesn't seem like you could go to Target and pass him in the aisle. Mm-hmm. And Rami Malek has that same problem to me. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, he just doesn't seem like somebody you could like walk up and meet. There is also a level of, in my mind, that like he thought that he deserved it. Oh yeah, he definitely has like a ego going on. He yeah. reminds me a lot of Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Where it's like he sort of believes his own hype. Sure. And Benedict Cumberbatch is another one where it's like he's kind of, he's so bizarre yeah. that it's like <laughs> right. What can like, he where do really, you fit? Yeah, it's like yeah. you can't be in you know I almost said train wreck, but like a <laughs> very commercial film. Sure. Which that doesn't mean anything. Like, but he was the Grinch. He was the Grinch, but that was a cartoon. Yeah. Um, Olivia Coleman beating Glenn Close was a huge shock. Yeah, that was the one that really like shook it up. A lot of people were saying were predicting her, but no one was predicting her the same way um, they Glenn were predicting Close. Glenn Close. 
I'm not upset that Glenn Close didn't win. I'm not upset that Lady Gaga didn't win mm-hmm. either. Had Lady Gaga not won song, mm-hmm. especially right after that moment, mm-hmm. that was the moment of the whole award show. Mm-hmm. And it was weird, too. We were in a room of people that don't necessarily love that movie the sure. same way we love that yeah. movie, or I do after the last podcast. I don't know that you love it anymore. I do love it. When I got in that car, I was like, Adrian is so annoying. Don't like the Star Wars anymore. <laughs> um, but the, when that thing came up, they were bringing the set I out. I thought there was a mistake. I thought, why are they filming Oh, this? yeah. And the music started playing. Even though, yeah, no, I'm not going to critique it because it was so good. I don't care. When that started coming up and they got up, everyone in the room that was sitting with us shrieked. We and like... It was just the moment. Because they reached for each other's hands. Yeah. That was... A, it was, that was so... Because the thing is, I know a lot of people are ripping that movie apart now because it's, like, not, like, as feminist as mm-hmm. the other movies were or whatever. But the what made that movie so good is that they had such a connection mm-hmm. and, like, a genuine chemistry. Mm-hmm. And them doing that tonight was exactly what and it made completely made up for the Grammys it felt real exactly yeah. it felt so real yeah. and when he came and I don't care how bad he sounded he wasn't perfect right. he's not a singer yeah and he so, was nervous at the yes. end he wiped his brow exactly and he was like I'm glad that's over and if you watch that Vegas thing yeah. and you watch this yeah. he was better tonight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And when he walked around that piano and sat with her, I mean, you can, that is like the moment you're, everyone in the world is waiting for. Yeah, it was, it was magical. I have chills thinking about it. I we was, all did I had scream full loud. tears. Oh, yeah, you I were was crying. like, this is, everything. I told Julie, I was like, Curry's crying. <laughs> that was everything I needed it to be and so much more. <sighs> it was cool. But, all the, oh, wait, we'll get to the singing in a second. But the, so if she had lost that one, I would have been really upset. Mm-hmm. But the acting one, nobody really thought she was going to win. They, everybody was rooting for her in like a, it could be a cool like upset. Mm-hmm. But it was always sort of between Olivia and Glenn. I think it could have been the three of them, even. Yeah. But I still do think that uh, Glenn got votes taken away because of Olivia Coleman and oh, yeah. Lady Gaga. And there were so many other people that were strong in the category. But she was sad. Yeah. Who? Glenn. Oh, how could she not be? I think yeah, I don't know if if that can if she can come back from that. No. Maybe. I don't know that she might win. Again, I, since she has Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Here's the thing, Glenn Close has the same issue that I think Meryl Streep has in the respect that they are so much better I don't mean to say better but like they are so like they're heralded as like the greatest actresses of all time yeah her not as much as Meryl Streep but certainly like Like on a a similar exactly and when they are in these movies people just like there's almost a level of like well of course they're great they're Mm -hmm. Meryl Streep Mm -hmm. they're Glenn you know what I mean so it's like of every movie that Glenn Close has come out with in our lifetimes for Mm -hmm. sure she's usually been Applauded, nominated, For celebrated. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Albert Nobbs, which was barely, you know, a thing, mm-hmm. she was nominated for everything for that. Yeah. She didn't win anything because it was like one of those things where, like, Glenn Close, of course she's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Olivia Coleman, most people don't know who she is. Right. And she really, I think, benefited from award season mm-hmm. and just like doing the talk show circuit and mm-hmm. like. She's very funny, so likable. Yeah. Exactly. And that movie is so easy to like. Oh, of course. And The Wife has the same curse that a lot of movies with really strong perform like performance-based movies, like uh, The Iron Lady, mm-hmm. where like The Iron Lady wasn't really a good movie, but Meryl was great in it. Mm-hmm. The Wife was like just an okay movie, but Glenn Close was like phenomenal in it. And I think Patrick said that she was even surprised about yeah. all the stuff that's been happening. Lately. Yeah. So Again, a foreign a director. Yeah. It was made for literally no money. And it was released to no one. Mm-hmm. It's not playing anywhere. There's I've seen one billboard in L.A. for it. Mm-hmm. I did notice like two weeks ago they changed it to like a different one. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they didn't. She wasn't doing the press or, you know what I mean? She yeah. sort of was winning. Because well, she's exactly close. Exactly. Yeah. But it was fun, of course. The moment of her, like, Olivia winning was, like, so fun. Yeah. Weird to me that Rachel wasn't sitting with her and Emma. Yeah. I thought that was bizarre. I was like, why would they have, like, the two of them, and then Rachel's, like, off somewhere in her latex dress elsewhere. <laughs> she looked good, though. She did. Um, yeah. The performances, they didn't cut anybody like they said they were going to. Right. Kendrick Lamar 
was not on there with SZA because right. they had he's on tour. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Jennifer Hudson was. I've loved her since American Idol. Like yeah. no joke. Like actually really loved her. We've seen her perform yeah. hundreds and hundreds of times on yeah. things. I've never once not thought she was unreal. Tonight she was not good. Yeah, it was bad. First off, that song's just not that great right. to begin with. And, like, even the recording of it's just fine. Mm-hmm. But she was, like, really off. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I don't know if she couldn't hear herself or, like... Nervous. I've never, ever heard her not be in key. I think it's entirely possible for people to be nervous. Certainly. It's the Oscars. Yeah. She looked incredible, though. When she got out of the car, I was like, she looks like she's about to win something. And the Ballad of Buster Scruggs song was great. That was very good. Yeah. Who... The woman I've heard of, the man I had never heard of. Yeah, I don't know. They were very good. It reminded me of what's that show on, on with Steve Martin that you loved the woman on the Tonys. Oh, um, something home. Yeah. What's it called, Patrick? Not home, is it? Remember the one, the woman who was on the uh, the woman on the Tonys. Do you remember that? The one he liked that Steve Martin did, and it was like them playing the banjo. And we watched that clip on the Tonys like 5,000 times. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the Bright it is. Star. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of that. Yeah. I was like, Adrian, you're going to be listening to this tomorrow. Oh, yes. <laughs> I already added it to my playlist. <laughs> that was great. Who? Oh, Bette Midler from Mary Poppins. She was perfect. The, again, there's such a moment of like, Barbara Streisand should have introduced A Star is Born. Yeah. Julie Andrews should have introduced Mary Poppins or sang the song for Mary Poppins. Mm. And Emily Blunt not singing, I still find to be such a cop-out. And she wasn't even there. And, like, no shade to Bette Midler because she's amazing and she sounded amazing and did a great job and was perfect for what, you know, for the choice Mm -hmm. of singing that. Mm -hmm. But... That's not a hard song. Like, no, you know what no. I mean? There's like three notes that are even like a reach in that whole song. If Emily Blunt was nervous to where her boots were shaking, yeah. she could have gotten away with that oh, song. Oh, totally. 90 seconds of it. I mean, Bradley Cooper did it. Exactly. Yeah. And he like, yeah. And Emily Blunt, like it just, I don't know. So that I was a little, I thought was a little bizarre. That's like the whole gimmick. Yeah. It's like on the MTV Awards when they don't come out to kiss. Exactly. I'm like, the whole reason we have this award is to watch the famous people sing. Right. Um, but Bette Midler was, I'm not going to take that away from her. And uh, I almost said the Keegan-Michael Key. Is that Jordan Peele? Or when he came out. When he came out oh, from yeah, the ceiling, that Key. was funny. Yeah, they had a lot of little funny bits in this. Yeah. Um... Also, free solo winning was a big... Oh, yeah. I, I would say upset. I think everybody predicted RBG to win. Yeah. But free solo is literally one of the best movies of the year. It was so good. And again, seeing a lot of the people, what I love, they were so humble. A lot of first-time winners, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, even Alfonso was nervous. Spike, you know? Spike Lee. Yeah. Spike Lee's speech was a little crazy. It was. It was also weird. It's weird seeing people get nervous when yeah. they're so confident elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's like Mahershala, which I said during the thing. And on, like, the red carpet and on talk shows, mm-hmm. he's so funny and mm-hmm. normal and, like, personable. And on award shows, and I'm guessing it's nerves or him try. It's, uh, what's uh, the guy from This Is Us? Sterling K. Brown's the same way. Sometimes in his speeches, he gets way too serious. Like, very poised. Yeah, and it's uh, like, and I understand yeah. you're trying to make, you want to sound like... I don't know. I think people overthink it a little bit sometimes. But anyway, uh, Mahershala was so serious. He yeah. seemed like like crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like he didn't want to be there. Yeah. It was very strange. I was like, you're so like light, like funny and like yeah. light. Yeah. It's crazy that now he has a second Oscar. That is nuts. But at least this one, he, I loved. He, I thought he was great. Yeah, I don't think he should have won for Moonlight. No. He was, in which we talked about then, he was more of like a vessel for... They wanted to nominate a performance in that movie. Sure. Um, he was good, but, like, that was a big leap. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think other things. Did you think anybody was poorly dressed? Casey Musgraves. <laughs> she did. You know, honestly, I liked her dress. I didn't like the cuffs. That made her look like a poodle. Oh, sure, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. rest of it I kind of liked. I thought it was kind of wild she was there. Who do you think gave the best speech? Um, I thought Olivia Coleman was so fun. Oh, I was actually crying, like tearing up. Yeah, and Regina King, I thought she was very... I like when they say things like, you know, the uh, one I always think of is, what's the guy from Modern Family? 
the, the big guy. Eric Stone's true. When he said, like, you know, for all those actors mm-hmm. who are, like, looking on Actors Access tomorrow. Yeah. I like when they say stuff like that. Because yeah. people watch those award shows and... Lady Gaga saying, you know, if you get knocked down, get back up. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of stuff. It, I know everyone wants to think they're, like, a, a publicist. <laughs> right. But, like, we want to hear them say things like, yeah. I used to work at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, like, her saying, I used to be a cleaner. Yeah. And that was a great job. I thought, yeah. you're so decent. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Absolutely. So I loved that. I also think it's weird, too. Like, they have so many people up there and then, like, one person talks. I understand that. Like, yeah. yeah. I would pass the baton to someone just to make yeah. sure that. And I liked it. Lady Gaga said, you talk. Yeah. Because, you know, she's Lady Gaga. Right. Those other two, Mark Ronson will win, I'm sure, other things. But those other two guys, they're not going to be able to be up there over and over like that. Absolutely. She's won many awards. She'll be okay. That's very true. And again, like we talked about in the when we were sitting here, when... The moment, like, that you cannot feel sorry for her for not winning actresses when Olivia Coleman said something to her, or, like, won, and she walked by it, and Lady Gaga's clapping, holding an Oscar. Yeah, exactly. You can't really feel sorry for her. Um, Also, do you think it's crazy that Alfonso won for cinematography, too? I mean, yes. And foreign language. I thought that was going to win. Yeah. I really did. I think that movie, like, just suffered from lack of people seeing it. Yeah. Because the thing is, the special, or what's the word, like, craft awards, Mm -hmm. those are nominated, voted on by, like, a specific group. So, like, an actor doesn't vote for best director. Right, it's the branches. Exactly, they're different branches, exactly. So, like, cinematography, those people are looking for a different set of things, whereas best picture, everyone is voting, Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of actors. Yeah. So, I just think sometimes it's visibility, and I don't think that movie had the same visit. Not in Hollywood in the last like week. Literally, mm-hmm. they must have paid a hundred. Like, I think all the time I told you this before, but the Grove, it's like fifty thousand dollars a week to a put posters around the Grove. Yeah. So when you drive around like we do and see how many posters they put up for Roma in the last like two weeks, they literally painted the entire city. I just think, how much did this cost? I don't know how often you drive down it, yeah. but on the way to work, yeah. Sunset Boulevard from Crescent Heights to, like, right before Beverly Hills yeah. is owned by Netflix. Every single poster yeah. is Netflix. It has it under, you know, usually it says, like, Clear Channel yeah. or Outpost, whatever those things are. It's Every single one says Netflix. And yeah. All of them were, like, basically the same poster just, like, over and over yeah. again. But I, they must have done, like, at least $10 million, $20 million. It's so crazy. Sometimes marketing a movie, especially during campaign season, is uh, more expensive than what it actually took to make the movie. Oh, I believe it. So. Certainly. Um, but overall, I thought they were fun. I thought it was a good There were no show. lulls where I was, like, bored. No. And I have certainly been in years past. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Can you believe it? It's over. I cannot believe it's over. I really cannot. I mean, I was up at 5.15 in the morning, like, giddy. <laughs> I, I just, I don't remember being a city. I was just like, it's the Oscars. And I just was up. It's nuts. I can't wait to be there one day. <sighs> you know we're going to be there one day. Let's just put it out there. If you're it could be in this, the next 365 days. Literally. We have one year. Also, the next Oscars is like three weeks earlier. It's like the beginning of February, which is nice. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Did t- I have to tell you this. What? And I sort of, sort of told you, but I'm going to tell you again in the podcast format. They only had one copy left of A Star is Born Blu-ray, the Target Special Edition. And I called the Target to ask the guy to hold it for me, and he laughed at me. <laughs> well, you did not tell me this story. That's old Patrick? Oh. So, they, you know how... Okay, even though you just told me like a week ago what? that Blu-rays come out on Tuesday. Yes. Because of, yeah. Yes. So I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know why I put that somewhere else. And I thought the Stars Born, the Blu-ray came out on Friday because mm. CDs now come out on Friday. Like mm-hmm. everything moved Friday and new music or whatever. Well, this lady from my church who I cannot believe, mom or mommy, to text you about this. Cannot believe was watching A Star Is Born. Wrote a status. This was on Tuesday. I was doing a party mm-hmm. with Alyssa, and I was sweating to my nipples. <laughs> Don't mean to say nipples, but nibbles uh-huh. and nins, if you will. And I was sitting there and reading, looking through my phone real quick. And she wrote, "A Star Is Born comes out today. Can't wait." And I thought, 
oh my gosh, and Patrick just said to me mm-hmm. in the most threatening tone, mm-hmm. don't do what you did with La La Land where I missed the Target special edition and couldn't find it forever and ever. Mm-hmm. And it was four o'clock in the afternoon when I saw the stats. I said, oh my gosh, I have missed the Star is Born Blu-ray. I was so mad. I get on my phone. Out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. <laughs> I was, and it was, you could order it. It wasn't in stock anywhere. You couldn't do the ship to store. That said, and then at the bottom it says like, there's not a copy available within a hundred miles of where you are or whatever. I was like losing my mind. I was in the back with Alyssa and Sean, and I was like, I'm going to step out for a second. Uh-huh. And Alyssa thought it was something to do with work. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was so red. I went outside and I called the city, the target right here. Sorry, we don't have any. I called the Target, the Beverly Connection, yeah. and said, do you by chance have any Blu-rays, the Target Blu-rays of Star Wars The guy said, we have one. Uh-huh. I said, is there, and I had still to do the party, so it's not like I could go right then. Yeah. I said, is there any way you could hold it for me? And he laughed, and he said, no. Uh-huh. And I said, I, I don't mean to say I'm begging you. I said, but is there any way? I said, the movie means a lot to me. Uh-huh. I said, I had this issue with La La Land, uh-huh. and it haunted me for, like, literally a year. Uh-huh. I said, I will literally, I, I will not be able to sleep tonight. I said, please, I will come right after I get off of work. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, I will do it for you this one time. But he was, like, laughing. He was basically making fun of me. And I was like, that's fine. You can judge me. I said, I'm a creature. I know. I said, but it really... Like, I need it. And he did it? And he did it. And so when I, I told Patrick when I got there, he said that when this, they had some sort of thing for Star Wars, uh, and he said that people were saying they were going to give him their children. He said, like, people were begging him to do it. And he was like, we only got, like, five. So he <laughs> said it was a nightmare. He said there was a line, like, to the moon. Anyway, I got it. Did you see him face to face Yes, the that night. And he had a post-it with, when I walked up, it said, Curry. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> What's special about it? Literally nothing. The cover's different. It has one special feature, which was one of the things we already saw at the movies. But you needed it. You know I can't think there's a special one and I don't have it. Right. I'm still stressed about that one at Best Buy, the steel one. Of Star is Born? You know they have those like steel books yeah. or whatever. They have a Star is Born one. And when you open it up, it's a picture of them. I know, like, I need that, but it's, like, $40. Like, who has that? <laughs> um, anyway, I'm a weirdo and a freak, and I'll accept it. I don't belong here. That's the song <laughs> Literally. <for you>. Literally. <laughs> I mean, I, he, he was laughing. I was laughing, but I was like, he probably thinks I'm nuts, and I am. So what can I do? That's a good story. But I have it. Amazing. I said, ring. And I literally went home and put it in my shelf, like, in a stack of 100 You will never movies. watch. Never, ever, <laughs> Only ever. digital. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? <laughs> Thank you, Dana. Um, okay. Anything else to say about the Oscars? We'll see you in 2020. Every time I think of 2020, I just think of Barbara Walters. Because she says 2020. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Our question of the week comes from Katie. A different Katie than the one I know. I know a lot of Katie's. K-A-T-I-E. She says, will Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa suffer the best new artist curse? Which is a great question. It is a great question. She won best new artist at the Grammys two weeks ago. And a lot of times people who win best new artists evaporate. It sort of has ended in the last few years, I would say. But there was certainly a time like 1998 until like five years ago where most of the people who win Best New Artists like go away like Evanescence you know what I mean it's not fun I forgot they won that remember when they won and 50 Cent got up and he walked behind them on the stage because he thought he was that sure he had won he got up before they called the name (gasps) oh that's pathetic yikes that's pathetic um so anyway Dua Lipa I am still sometimes surprised that her career worked out quite the way that it did Mm mm-hmm because she was already out for a long, like a good bit. Rob is how I heard her for the first time, but they had a, she had like three or four songs that like didn't do anything mm. before what's the one they played for literally like six months. Uh, uh, new yeah, rules, I'm gonna, gonna yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was in the top 10 for like, of pop radio for like literally the entire year. Yeah. Um, I don't know that she's gonna disappear. I just don't think she's about to be like, the biggest artist of all time. I definitely think she is of the moment of this like dancey, poppy moment. I think she'll be featured on songs for eternity. Yeah. 
But I don't know. There's a lot of these, like, I mean, it's just the nature of music. It's like people are sort of with a trend. Yeah. And I think she definitely is of this, like, DJ kind of Halsey yeah. trend that's occurring. I don't know if in 10 years we're going to be talking about her. Absolutely not. The same way we talk about, like, Alicia Keys or, like, I'm trying to think of other people who have won that still have careers. Nora Jones. <laughs> Nora Jones. Who does, yeah. <laughs> Nora Jones still has a career, just not like in pop radio. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, what were they going to do? They can't really play Come Away With Me for like, or what was the one she had like right after that? Sunshine. Like, yeah. I mean, that was never going to be like on top 40. True. Um, Yeah, but I do like a lot of her songs. What's the other one? One kiss is on the thing. That came out when yeah. I was in Mexico. <laughs> and I listened to it like a hundred times in the bathroom. Of course it did. Um, thank you so much for your question. If you have a question for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. It's time for your song of the week. Mine is Ease My Mind by Ben Platt. <laughs> There are thoughts that I can't put to rest There's a worry that I can't place Most nights I am restless and quiet won't come So I lay there and wait for the sun There's a trouble that won't show its face Colbert literally thought he was terrible I was confused because he seemed uncomfortable yeah I don't think he's meant to be a star like that I but this song is should great. we go see him in concert I don't know if it's worth it is he gonna sing songs from Dear Evan Hansen I don't think so and we already saw him in the show like what more I'll never for the rest of my life forget sitting in that room and him being like on his knees on the edge of the stage just sobbing <laughs> That was so intense. Like drooling, snotting. Yeah. That and we were crazy. so close yeah. and it was just like, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's so, like, that was like. Yeah, that shook our core. Yeah, literally. Um, Yeah, I would go see him. I don't know if I would pay like 50 bucks. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Where Maybe is he going to be again? Dolby, though. Oh, can we sit at the top? Maybe. I've never seen a show there. I only saw Jennifer Lopez when we went to the American Idol thing. It'll be fun if we find a ticket for like $20. Yeah. We'll we'll look. Um, My song of the week is Stronger Than the Truth by Reba. I never dreamed of Than a small town simple life A little money in our pockets You're my husband, I'm your wife But then I fell in icy water Standing in the grocery line I overheard my name and yours in one eye not recognize 
Now everything I thought I knew is walking out the door There's a bottle on the table telling me the only thing I know for sure Is there is not a sound, a sound is loud as silence There is not a blade sharper than a light I literally do not want to do this podcast with you anymore. You are so mean. <laughs> it's great. It's our first song from our new CD, and it's really country, like oh, real country. Oh my God. And I like it because Reba. First of all, I like any person that has a career more than five years, and she is good. And this is like good classic Reba, and she was great on Watch What Happens Live the other night. You like that whole sentence literally just like went in one ear and out the other. As I do most things I say to you. So <laughs> I just can't deal with the fact that she is like a person in the world who makes music. <laughs> Be nice. It's so it, she seems like a caricature of someone else. Well, yeah, that's just the world makes her that. She just is normal. She's like Dolly. But see, Dolly is like a cartoon. Reba seems like a normal lady that makes clothes for Dillard's. Good for her. You're so mean. It's good. I don't care what you say. Um, this week you are looking forward to. I'm sure there's a movie coming out. Literally not a lot. We I didn't see a movie all week. And I don't like that. I know. I don't know what I'm looking forward to. I put RuPaul. Because the new season of RuPaul starts this week. Drag Race? And uh, Project Runway, the new one on Bravo, starts this week, <sighs> I think. Much. I watched too much. I literally watched. You should see... Like, do you want me to just say, in the week of television right now, the things that I record to watch are Lohan Beach Club, Teen Mom, Project Runway All-Stars, Jersey Housewives, Beverly Hills Housewives. How does your DVR have that much space? And I have like 40 episodes of Watch What Happens Live on there because I get so behind. (laughs) Why don't you just watch on YouTube, like the highlights? You need to see like every single second of it. Of the Housewives? I thought you just said... Uh, watch what happens live. Oh, I, I just skip through those. If it's not people I don't like, I delete it immediately. Got it. So I just wait until I get really far. But I watch Reba because I want to see Reba. But anyway, I'm in a like sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, I really am putting a lot of garbage into my brain. But I love it. Like I cannot stop. And I just listed two more reality shows to, that I'll be watching. <laughs> what a mess. I will say that it is kind of weird to me. They're going to have Project Runway All Stars. Like, the old world of it on Lifetime, and it's on right now. And they have the new Project Runway with the new people on Bravo, like, at the same time. Good for them. But Nina Garcia stayed. Amazing. And she's the best one, so I'm mad with... I mean, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. Um, this, uh, this week, we are looking forward to... We did that. And finally, our Goober of the Week. Jussie Smollett. For lying and paying these men to beat him up. You know, he, it, this example is, this whole situation is exactly why I really do not like Twitter. Yeah. I go through such a love-hate with the internet in general, with like social media in general, because it's like, I get annoyed when people post pictures of their kids all the time. I get annoyed when people post pictures of their cats all the time. I get annoyed when people post, you know what I mean? It's like, there's nothing, so I, I try to have a good mix, but like, when stuff like that happens and people are so critical of, like, every side, I really... It reminds me of the election. I hate that stuff. And this was a perfect example. Because everyone's trying to make everybody out to be the bad guy. And it's just a terrible, terrible situation all the way around. The only good thing to come of it was that I talked to Ryan Seacrest on 102.7 KSFM about it. So, wait. How did that occur? You didn't tell me anything about that. How did it happen? Sitting in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> on the way to work. Listening to the radio, which I... Never, literally. Yeah. I think it was um, on that Monday. I didn't talk to him on that Monday. I think I called him on like Thursday. Yeah, I called him. Yeah, I didn't call. Him. It was the radio. I didn't call Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, you know what I mean? but I like how you say it. 
But on Monday, I was like, I really miss Ryan's Roses. And I would try to catch it, but it's on at like 6.45, and I'm not Did in the Did you do it every anymore. single day? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I thought, maybe I can catch it. And then on Thursday, I they were talking about Jesse Smollett, and it was – I think it was before the fact he had gotten arrested because mm-hmm. he got arrested, it I moved think, quick. At the, yeah, at the end of yeah. the week. And so they were just talking about it, like how there are new things coming out, new information. And they he said, he was like, if you have any thoughts, give us a call. I was like, I don't know if I really have something to say, but I want to try just to see. Yeah. And I called. It didn't ring. It literally got picked up in one second. And they're like, 102.7. I was like, hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do you not know what they just asked on the radio? And I said, oh, I just have some thoughts about the Justice Smollett case. And she said, oh, what do you have to say? Like, she fielded my question okay. first. And then I started talking about it. And she said, okay, I'm going to put you through. You'll have like 10 or 15 seconds. So then. Were you nervous? Oh, yeah. I was driving. I was literally <laughs> swerving. And oh, I was I'm trying sure. to record my screen, which it didn't work. <laughs> it was terrible. But, um, yeah, and then it was quiet for like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And then it switched to like basically what it's it, it was like it sounded like a recording of this of the radio. Yeah. But it was them talking like as if I was on the phone with them. Yeah. And then he said, Adrian was Hollywood. Like, what do you have to say? And that was it. I was just talking. And then five seconds later, someone texted me. We were like, were you just on the radio? And I said, yes. <laughs> Reese. Our what did you say? To Reese? No, to Ryan Seacrest. I just said, you know, it's, I said, it's unfortunate for everybody involved. I said, yeah. if it's true, obviously it's terrible and we should try to figure out what happened. But if it's false, like, it's like the worst thing that you could possibly ever do. Yeah. Um, but I talked for like 15 seconds. He's like, thanks so much. And that was it. It was fun. Wow. I wish it was for, like, Disneyland tickets. Oh, yeah. You know? You should have said, hey, you got tickets. Right. Can you pay my bills? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does he still do that where he pays yes, your bills? Yes. Um, I need to be Kiss applying Club, for that. You could be Kiss Club VIP. He pays it twice. So if you have, like, a $3,000 bill, he'll give you $6,000. You can pay off my student loan? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't even know how much it is. Um, anyway, it's a terrible situation. Yeah. I'm glad they're not going to have him on Empire, which obviously that would have never occurred. I wasn't really worried they were still going to have him on there. Right. They're not that dumb. But not forever, right? There's the last two episodes. The last two episodes is already picked up for another season, which baffles me. I didn't even realize Empire was on. No shade. I only know it's on because they advertise at the movie sometimes. Right. And... Yeah, I don't know. Bad news. Uh, also, create the salary thing, which I don't necessarily believe that's what it was. And it's weird, too, that the police are tweeting so actively about something that's going on. I found that to be weird. Yeah. Like, the whole thing, I just thought... Because it almost felt like that guy was trying to be famous. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I've seen people saying that, so... But, like, the way he was wording about saying, oh, it has to do with his salary, I'm like, how do you know that? It could be from those guys that got paid. Yeah, that's true. From any conversation that's they true. had with Jesse Smollett. You know yeah. how much he's making? Like a hundred and twenty something thousand dollars an episode. That's a lot of money. Complaining. That's more than most people make in multiple years. Yeah. And he makes a week. Right. Yeesh. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Speaking of my other goober of the week. Jordan, Kylie Jenner's best friend, and Tristan, Chloe Kardashian. Yes, that's one thing. Everybody's been blaming Jordan. How about this stupid? Oh, yeah. A-O. That whole thing. They were in a room filled with people yeah. in 2019. Yeah. And they did not think for a second. Just like Jesse Smollett. That's my whole issue. If he really did all that, he is a fool. Yeah. I mean, he is a fool regardless. But, like, he it is the way the world is right now where people make money off of telling Radar online. Mm-hmm. It literally says at the bottom of every article, have a tip, have a tip yeah. call for money. Yeah. You have to know that is somehow going to come out. She exactly. is an idiot. Yeah. And also, that was her whole life, existence, career, fame, modeling, career, all of that was based on the fact that she was Kylie Jenner's friend. Why would she ever do anything to mess that up? Don't be dumb. It's bad. And he's a damn fool, too. Well, he's already been nasty, so that's... That's what I'm saying. It's just Chloe's like, at what point... Too. You know, I do... There is a part of me that I do kind of get it. 
as far as them going back with these horrible men mm-hmm. because in their position it is probably hard to meet guys mm-hmm. and once somebody's sort of in the world like uh, there's a reason French Montana still pops up every once in a while and Scott's still around it's like the, they, you know what I mean? They're in the circle, the and bubble. They also have children with them, too. Exactly. So it's like, it's hard to just be like, get out because there's not necessarily a guarantee that they can find, you know what I mean? That somebody else can fit into that puzzle yeah. quite like that. That's true. Like, what's uh, Travis Scott? Didn't they break up and get back together? Break up yeah, and get I back think together? So. Yeah. So, Tyga, all those people. They've really gone through a lot of men. Yeah. <sighs> But again, like you said, though, I, I they want, I think, some kind of sense of normalcy. Mm-hmm. They want to be in relationships. I understand that. Yeah. But it's tough when also you're dating very famous people as well. Yeah. Like, it's tough. Yeah. I, I, I know that obviously they have the world in any kind of way, shape, and form. Yeah. But I, I would understand that their personal life must, must be tough. Yeah. Totally. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. You will see when it comes back. March 21st or something like that. <laughs> On E. Oh, also, uh, one last thing I'll say about the Oscars. Juliana Rancic needs to call her pub, her manager, agent, whoever. They are doing her so dirty on that red carpet. She literally barely talked. She spoke to, like, two people. And she was on the press line next to, like, some random people. Yeah. And Ryan Seacrest had, like, his own box. At the Grammys, he talked to everyone. She talked to, like, nobody. Mm-hmm. She talked to, what's his Henry Winkler at mm-hmm. the Emmys? That's, mm-hmm. like, it. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Like, what's the point of having both of them if they're all just going to go to Ryan and she's just going to stand there? She's been doing that for, like, 15 years. Yeah. Maybe more. She deserves, you know what I mean? If you're going to do it, do it. Right. And, like, no shade to Ryan, but, like, she's also very good at that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm done. thank you for listening to this week's episode of let's chat with curry terrell the podcast if you like what you heard and we know you did hit the subscribe button want more watch our videos at youtube.com slash c slash curry terrell follow us on instagram at curry terrell and at adrian j gomez follow us on twitter at curry terrell and at yo adrian j gomez and like us on facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with curry have a question for us? Email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.